0: Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMahon, Eric Barfell. uh, Happy to be here with you today. And all of you who tune in, we appreciate you tuning in and listening to what we're talking about. Now, what we've spoken about last podcast, just addressing the idea of working in Labor Day, and we do appreciate all the labors. And for you guys and gals who get out there and you work hard for your families and you, man, as the Bible told us, we're going to earn our keep by the sweat of our brow, and you're out doing that, we super appreciate it. And one thing I always try to teach my kids Eric, is that hard work pays off. And a couple of great verses, one Proverbs 12, 11, those who work the, their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. Mm. So some people I would assume were trying to like get rich quick stuff. Other people are just like plodding along. No, I think I'll trim the vineyard. I think I'll make sure I get the barley planted or whatever it was. And then Proverbs 14, 23, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And I would tell my children all the time, hard work and success go hand in hand. If you, you're going to have, I I can't, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time thinking about anything that you can do in life in which you're going to be successful that you did not work at it. And whether that's professional athlete, whether, you know, you're good at playing an instrument, Mm -hmm. you're singing in the praise team, whatever. I mean, to be really successful at something, you got to work
1: at it. Yeah. Even, even things that come naturally to you or you are naturally talented at, you still have to work at it. Right. Now, I love Kenny G, the saxophone player. I I mean, the dude's phenomenal for sure. He is good, yeah. I I've even heard him say he's he is like the one of the best in the world, if not the best, and he still practices three hours a day. Right. Three hours a day playing a saxophone. I mean, I don't know if that's a lot or not, but I mean, if I was the best, I probably wouldn't practice as much. You wanna right. know why? Cause I'm the best. Right. But saying? then you wouldn't be the best. Right. Exactly. It's so like, which is why he just stays at it. I mean, we stay
0: after practice and practice move. There are two wide receivers that come to my mind. One Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice mm-hmm. plays to what he's 40 years old, best wide receiver in history. The guy was absolute. What he wasn't the fastest man. Could he catch the ball? Now Jerry Rice grew up. His dad was um, worked in masonry and they said when they were building walls, they should throw him bricks. And so he would, he would catch those bricks. And Jerry Rice was somebody who would go out and practice extra. He's the best in the NFL. He would still go mm-hmm. out and practice all the time. Mm-hmm. And it showed. There was another guy who played for the Cincinnati Bengals named Carl Pickens. He came in to the NFL after. I remember reading an article by Carl Pickens, and he goes, oh, yeah, I don't do much in the off season. I don't really work out that much. I don't really. I just come here in season. And I thought to myself, you won't last. And sure enough, his 5 years, six-year, six year, whatever, he didn't really have that long of a mm. career before he was gone. But I remember thinking, Jerry Rice, and not to pick on Carl Pickens. I mean, Carl was obviously, I mean, super accomplished. He was a phenomenal yeah. wide receiver. And maybe he left because he got hurt. I don't even remember all the things. But I remember thinking about that when I heard it. I'm like, well, that's an issue. Because to be truly the best, you're not going to be the best if you're not really working at it at all times. You can mm. guarantee Tom Brady did not loaf. Yeah, right. I'm Tom Brady. Right. What is he, 42, 43, still in the NFL? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. I mean, it is ridiculous, like, how how long the guy's gone. But it's, they worked hard, therefore, mm-hmm. it's paying yeah. off. Their success has So I think it's a great lesson to teach our, our kids. And also, I think of work as a responsibility because of First Timothy 5.8. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for their own household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Dang. Says it, right? Yeah. I mean, provide you gotta provide for your own family or you're worse than an unbeliever. In other mm-hmm. words, the biblical expectation. I remember when they used to say you don't work, you don't eat. I, I think it would be awesome to come back to a a society that like, hey, yeah, we'll help you if you fall on hard times. Like I don't mind there being a safety net there. The safety net should never have been designed to teach you to loaf or to keep you in a constant state of needing to take handouts. It should mm-hmm. have only been to bridge you through to you could get something else. Yeah. So if you work you eat get busy
1: yeah uh, i think it was john smith in oh yeah the early settlers kind of thing it was like you know food was so scarce he is some quote about uh, something along the lines of um eat to live don't live to eat right something along those lines he's like we got a lot of work to do and there's not a lot of food so it's not just a sit around and stuff your face and like no he's like we're here to work
0: they, the, the guys who came with them came to the New World to find gold. So that's mm-hmm. all they wanted to do. So they would be like that. You're chasing fantasy. Those who work the land will have abundant food. Those who chase fantasies have no sense. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know how many gold mines you've heard about being on the East Coast. I've not heard of many. No. Maybe even I could say none. <laughs> So they, for some reason, have this mentality that they're going to land on the beach and they're going to start finding gold left and right, and they didn't. And so that's what they were doing. So he was telling them, you don't work, you don't eat. Hmm. Like, you've got to work, and you've got to start working the land, and we got to start planting food. You guys are chasing gold down so heavy that it's going to kill us in the long run. Hmm. So that's kind of what what the history was behind that. But I look at it as a responsibility, and when you're a man, especially – And a lot of guys, this can be a problem actually, but guys really do feel that their job is to pay the bills. So Mm -hmm. they're going to work and they're going to pay the bills. Sometimes the problem with the guy is they think that's their only responsibility. Mm. So they kind of leave everything else off to the wife and the kids' homework and doing everything else because they went out and they worked. And they don't really think of the need for relationship. They just think, well, I brought home a paycheck. Mm -hmm. it's like and and they'll say this i've heard them say it i work so hard for my family and they did for they did it for their family like legit that's how they felt about it like i'm out here working all the time i'm working this for my wife and kids because i want them to have nice things because i want them that roof over their heads because i want my kids to be able to go maybe to a certain school or certain football camps or have a boat whatever it is and so i'm going to work hard for these things but then they don't put time into the family Mm. And they think, but no, I put all my time because for a guy, it's super significant to conquer his world. Right. You know, what is a guy looking for significance? Because he's way more concerned about what somebody else working with him says than maybe his own wife or kids. Right. Because that doesn't mean as much. So sometimes guys getting that is really a trouble thinking of saying, yeah. if I'm playing games with my kids, I'm not doing anything. No, you are. Right. You are doing something. You're building in your family, and that's extremely important. You don't absolutely. have to always be doing something constructive mm-hmm. because doing something constructive is spending time with your wife and your kids, too. Yeah. So build a relationship. However, I do recognize guys should be thanked for going out and earning.
1: Right, right. Go out, kill something, drag it home. You right. know, provide for the people, absolutely. But right. don't, I mean, that's, and that's what, you know, our job is like, too. Um, There's so much we could do, but we can't neglect the needs of the people as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? So much in building upkeep and uh, different programs and organizations and meetings and this and that. It's like, well, let's not forget, like, the needs of the people as well. Right. Let's not forget the mission. You know, we have a mission, but. Right. You know, Leader Treks, the organization our high school students go through for their summer mission trip, their slogan or whatever is mission first, people always. Right. You know, and that's, that's the thing. Yeah, we all have a job to do, but we don't neglect anyone because we have a job to do.
0: No, because the job is the people. Right. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the job is people. Exactly. Not not the organization. So, yeah, I think relationships and taking time for that and the people and being a pastor or a shepherd, mm-hmm. I think is an important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: Fisher's men and everything. that Yeah, right. that is that is our job for right. sure.
0: No, I agree with you 100%. But rest is, you know, in Genesis 2... it says by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and he made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And thus that's a pattern. And sometimes people I've heard people argue, well, you know, the Sabbath is not really repeated a day of rest or taking a day of rest. It's not stated in the new Testament again, blah, 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 blah. And I look at him like it's creation order. Mm hmm. It's kinda of like tithing. I mean, well, tithing's way before Moses. I mean, that was Abraham mm-hmm. giving back to Melchizedek that the principle already existed. There's just certain things that have existed in the fiber of humanity for so long that it predates Mosaic law. I mean, this isn't just about law. I mean, this is the way life was built. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta take some time to rest. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, you You read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you read that even Jesus himself wasn't always, you know, booked solid every day. He took right. time to rest. He withdrew to the mountainside, and he spent time in prayer. Uh, he spent time in solitude, you know, away from his disciples, his core group, his core friends. And even he had that time of rest. You know, right. he made his work count. Yes, Absolutely but he also made his rest count. Right. And that's what some people really stink at doing. Right. Or they do go on vacation, but they're like answering work emails and taking work calls like all the time.
0: Yeah. No, you're going to get some for sure, but it shouldn't be all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing. Like when I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation, not working. That's my right. time of rest.
0: Correct. And what I find is the your church and your colleagues know that. The people in the church don't know that. So if I have somebody write to me and say, hey, man, you know, could you pray for me? You know, my wife said this, or I just found out somebody has cancer. Mm -hmm. I never have a problem responding to that as I can say, hey, yeah, we're definitely praying for you. Because like you said, people always, you're just, Mm -hmm. because that took you two minutes. It's not like you're sitting there working. I think where it becomes a problem is the guy's got his kids at the beach And all he's doing is going back and working and talking to people and he can't stay away from it. Mm -hmm. I think a taste of it here and there, people, like, it never bothers me. Like, it just doesn't whack out my world Mm -hmm. to have someone write and say, I have a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, people have problems and that stuff doesn't stop just because I'm away. So if I can handle it or help you or encourage you or pray for you, yeah, sure. I don't mind doing it. But it's never overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? It's not, people have asked that a long time about ministry. Do you get calls in the middle of the night all the time? No. Yeah. I mean, once in a blue. I mean, that doesn't happen. Like that that whole concept of ministry where people are calling you in the middle of the night. No, I mean, most of us anyway, even if they did, I mean our phones are turned off. We wouldn't even hear it. Right. It's not like, like who goes to bed and leaves their sound on their phone? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Though I guess Lindsay does. No one calls her. So she doesn't <laughs> she, she doesn't have to worry about but that's our worst <laughs> thing in the world. It's like if you now I guess you would turn it on somewhat if you had an alarm on, I guess. But like if you hear you know some squealing noise that some text makes. Like I learned a long time ago, I just I turn all that noise off. Like oh, I yeah. don't want any noise on my phone. I don't want text noises. I don't want yeah because you need that time
1: to rest and recover.
0: Right. Well, or you're focused at work and you can't take every text that comes in all the time. I mean, right, right. so sometimes it's nice to be focused on what you're doing. But I do agree with the in the pattern of taking Sunday off. And I'll tell you why it was good for me, you know, as a family and as a dad. Now, I grew up this way, for one thing. Like, I grew up in a, a culture that very much honored Sunday. You'd go mm-hmm. to church. You were not doing a ton of other stuff. Like, you weren't working. You weren't mowing. You weren't, like, no one was. It wasn't just you. Like Everyone in the community mm-hmm. pretty much respected that. That's just how we lived. Now, we've yeah. seen the shift in it. But for me, I always held on to it. And I didn't care what anyone else did. Like, you all do what you want. I'm going to tell you why I believe what I believe. You guys can, you know, do it and make it whatever you want, I guess. But to me, having that break where I would tell my kids, I'm not even pulling a weed today. I'm not painting. I am such a workaholic or have been in my life that I would have worked right through Sunday. Like, if I didn't Mm -hmm. have that break, Sunday would just be another day to come home from church. Hey, kids, we're going to go paint. Hey, we're going to go pull more weeds. Because I didn't allow myself to do it, and I say I'm not doing any physical labor, it made a break. Where then, because I was such a doer, hey kids, you want to go ride your bikes? Hey kids, do you want to go get ice cream? Hey, do you want to go up mm-hmm. and walk around? Do you want? I would always be with it's them. More of a family day. Yes, because I force myself to stop. And even when we were rebuilding the house, I would tell all the workers who worked there, there will not be a hammer swinging on a Sunday in this house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't care how behind we are. I don't care how long it takes. We are not working here in this house on Sunday. This will be a dead day. I don't want any of you here. And they, they abide by it. Mm. You know, what I mean, they took the Sunday. They didn't try to push it seven days a week because they were under the gun too. There's a whole crew working on it. We're working on it. It took us months, like September. I would say nonstop from September till the next July. Dang. I mean, it was, it was a heck of a process. And when I say that, like every spare moment, like if you were doing a Bible study till nine, you're working on the house till midnight and you do it every day and you take all day Saturday and that's all you did except for Sunday. Sunday was the only day I was not working on that house doing something in it myself. Mm. And then the crews would be there working, but I said, not on that day. And they abided by it. And I think that we needed that rest, mm-hmm. you know, to, to have that bound. It's kind of like a boundary, if you want to put it that way. Now, like Jesus Christ said, it's not wrong to do the right thing. So like, sometimes I would wrestle with it because somebody would say, Hey Bill, I need you to help me to move a dresser. And I would be thinking to myself, but I'm not supposed to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm not supposed to. Then I would remember, yeah, but Christ said, if somebody's ox gets stuck yeah. in a pit, you're still going to pull it out on the Sabbath day, you know, for them on their day of rest. Cause Sabbath means rest, by the way, like right. the day doesn't mean just seven. It actually means to rest, rest defined as the cessation of labor. That's what it distinctly specifically means. I'm sus- I'm not yeah. laboring at this point. So yeah, I would, then I would, no, you can do that. I mean, if somebody needs your help, somebody's broken down on the road, I mean, you can change a tire, Mhm. You know what I'm saying? So what's it's your not take so on like
1: how the world is? Everything's overnighted these days, and like I don't like it. Quite literally, the city, the world never sleeps anymore. Right. And right. you can you could legitimately find even in this kind of area jobs that just work overnight, seven days a week. I mean, Amazon they deliver on Sundays now. They, they have for the last few years, and it's kind of I think it's a bit much.
0: I do. I No, I agree with you 100%. I think it is a bit much. I think we're asking people, and guess what? You know, people are going to get tired, and you're going to also get less effective. Mm-hmm. It says like this, you know, if you don't sharpen that axe blade, you're going to work a lot, a lot harder. And I think your rest is helping to sharpen that axe blade somewhat. Yeah. And, not, and I found in life, I mean, not only the Sabbath day, but in anywhere, I mean, you got to have some boundaries. Like, there's got to be times, like, for me, like, say, Friday night was always a family night. That would not be a night when we were out doing a ton of work mm-hmm. you know, i mean now, now it's gonna be a family night we're gonna hang out and there were certain nights that were real sacred to me like i would through do church work i wouldn't do it like everyone knew that monday night bill's gonna be home with his family mm-hmm. now it's board meeting nights when my kids grew up you know so something's changed but when they yeah. were little you know i would have certain boundaries that i set right, so that right. but again because if i didn't do like i'm not i'm not was not afraid of work Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of putting in a lot of time. Like that never scared me or bothered me or troubled me. It's just like, no, you're going to work. That's Mm -hmm. how it is. You got to get stuff done. Um, But I wasn't going to leave my kids behind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, even for me, like, I I mean, Saturday is my, my one day of like nothing, I try to keep it that right. you know, I try to do what what I want to do, something fun, uh, hang out with Bethany and the dog, or, like do something like that. And I try not to even think about work as much right. as I can. No, that's good. Yeah. Uh, unless the obvious, you know, weddings, funerals, right. those things uh, sometimes are unavoidable. But it's like, man, even when it comes to like planning events, I try to avoid Saturdays right. in the summer. It's a little different because uh, because just students are a lot more free. But other than that, no.
0: Try to do it Friday night or some yeah. other time. No, I don't believe
1: it. And I want the weekend to be their family time as well too, you know? Right. What, yeah, so try to respect that boundary as a whole. Well,
0: when I was a coach, for a soccer coach, my three years, a head coach, I would tell the AD, do not give me Saturday games. Mm-hmm. Because the family, I wasn't just thinking about myself, thinking about my kids. Like I was never a coach who wanted my kids there six days a week. I wanted my kids, no, we're going to be done Friday after school. We're going to have our practice. We'll do our walkthroughs and the stuff that we do is always more of a little more casual practice. Right. And I would just give them Saturday off. Now, sometimes it's unavoidable because you had makeup days and stuff. So you'd always get maybe one or two in the season you'd have to do. Right, right. But I mean, I really tried to keep Families, families. Cause I want it to be known as like the family friendly sport. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill's running a family friendly sport that respects families that respects their time. That doesn't make it like this is everything in your life. Cause soccer was not everything. It's just a sport, right? right. Your family exactly. is way more important. So I, I would agree on how you're mm-hmm. thinking and it's good if you can get away. I mean, I don't, I mean, I always think about work probably, you know, I mean, at some level, you know, you're always thinking about or talking about it. Like Jerry and I, because we're both so involved at church, like church is not just work, it's ministry. Mm. You're so involved in it. Yeah, probably somewhere along the line you're chit-chatting about it for sure. But yeah, I try not to worry about anything really at any time. But when you think about the people work all the time, Ecclesiastes 6, man, Ecclesiastes is such a great book. But he says in Ecclesiastes 6.1, I've seen another evil under the sun. It weighs heavily on mankind. God gives some people wealth, possessions, and honor so that they lack nothing their heart's desire. But God does not grant them the ability to enjoy them, and strangers enjoy them instead. This is meaningless, a grievous evil. A man may have 100 children, live many years, yet no matter how long he lives, if he can't enjoy his prosperity and does not receive a proper burial, I say that a stillborn child is better off than he is. And I look at that and say, "Yeah, because the guy did nothing but work. Like he never enjoyed what he had, hmm. and that's why I'm building a patio for Jerry. I'm like, I don't mind building you this patio, you know, and I'll figure it out. Are we going to sit on it? Mm-hmm. What's the point of going through all the work if we're not yeah. going to use it? Because i if I have a camera, I want to use the camera. If I have, you know, say, you know how I am. I mean, you and I right. have talked a lot of times about yep. these kind of things. Anyway, I mean." And I, I have something I want to use it. And if I'm going to put the money and the time into it, then I want to make sure we're going to set out here. Mm-hmm. Because why have all these things or the prosperity and luxury? But if you never enjoy it, if you never appreciate it, what was really the point of it? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. No. And uh, we, we, what we've talked about so many times is like, why spend money on the upgrade? You're not using the the base model that you have right now. Right. And that that's how I've justified. You know, people poke fun of me for how much I've paid. Uh, you know, how much money I have wrapped up in bikes, but it's like I use it. Right. I use it often. I right. use it all the time. I've met a lot of people, whatever. I've gotten I've gotten great use out of it. Right. I've also spent loads of money on things I've never touched since. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like I I hate that. So over time I just like I eliminate that. Cause I I know deep down I'm not going to use this stupid thing. Right. I'm not going to buy it. Right. right. That's 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 how I feel about it. Like, yeah, let's put the work and time into stuff that that matters that we're going to get use out of um, hopefully more than just one time, right? you know, so, and that's, that's a much better investment.
0: Right. But you have to have timely, you have to make time for people. You have to make time for, and I hear people by the way, and I think when your life is centered and you know why you do what you do, I see people and they'll work and I listen to what they write and read it and some of it. And they'll, let's say secular mindset, they work 40 hours a week. I mean, it's nine to five type jobs. They will talk about how harried their lives are, how busy their Mm -hmm. life is. Their days, I can work a 12-hour day and never feel harried. Mm -hmm. Never feel like overwhelmed. Never feel, because I understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I also know that I'm going to build some breaks in there too. And I'm going to do some fun stuff. Like last night, I just had to be outside. I mean, I've had long days. I just had to. It turns out my buddy calls me and has a kayak stuck on a rock wall that someone flipped. So I went up with him with another guy. We tried to get it. It was so windy and stuff. We couldn't safely do it because Mm. we were afraid the wind would drive his nice boat right into the wall. So we just, he just figured, you know what? I think I'll leave it there till tomorrow when the winds are five miles an hour instead of 15 to 20, I'll go get it then. And so then we just went to the sandbar and we watched the waves and we goofed around and, we went and watched waves on another part of me and the other guy and you know, we we're just all laughing and goofing around, but he needed it. You know, like I mm-hmm. need it to be outside.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean, so there's gotta be some times where you set those boundaries in life where you're just going to go have fun. Right. And blow off some steam. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it because if you can't, if you push yourself to the limit, like I said, I don't mind a long day. I wouldn't want every day to be that mm-hmm. for week mm-hmm. after week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you know, you're going to have some long weeks, fair week, starting small groups, stuff like that. Yeah, there could be some weeks out of pretty busy, you know what I'm saying? And you get it, but you can't do it all right, the time. Right. Because if you don't have time for yourself and you don't have time to just do a few fun things or like he's saying, you know, if you can't enjoy what God's given you because you're so busy getting something else new. You know, mm, yeah. Right. What's right. the point of your life? You know, what's exactly. the point of existence? So I think read Ecclesia, I really encourage anyone to, to read the book of Ecclesiastes because it's truly awesome. So, we've talked the last couple of podcasts about working and we should work. We also need to build in rest too. You know, we can't work all the time. We can't leave our families behind. As you said, you can't be so, uh, can never forget the mission because mm-hmm. the mission's people. So, you can't be, and that would be another way of saying it you can't be about programs and forget about people. Right. If all you are is about the program and the program's not about the people, then what the heck are you doing? Right. Right? Exactly. So you've got to always remember the people and be conscious of their time, which I think that we try to be very sensitive to. Like I watch people and like, hey, I don't want mm-hmm. you doing too much. Yeah. Because right. if you're doing too much, you are starting to forget about the people. And yeah, you're doing stuff, but what about your family? What about that's something that highly concerns me yeah. as a pastor is to see people being able to have. Yeah, I want you ministering, but also when you're spending time with your family, and I mm-hmm. want you resting too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So no,
1: I got. I have a. A wide range of youth leaders that that are under me. It's like, hey, I know you're starting a new job here. Are you good to right. balance your new job and do this? Because I mean, this potentially requires a lot. Right. And it, I mean, it's almost it never ends. It's not right. like a six week class and then we're done. Are you? Yeah. You know, yeah. You got to check up on your people too. So. Right. Right, no. Make sure they're doing good.
0: No, absolutely. I agree 100%, my brother. Anyway, we appreciate you tuning in to this. If you like it, feel free to share it to other people about it. Uh, Pass it along. And uh, we'll love you for that. So have a great day. Have a great week. Be blessed.